but the way that the human body works, I need food daily. Right. <laughs> so that I can continue to have energy to move about in an efficient manner so that I can survive and fight these elements. Nigga eating once once a week. They <laughs> starving. That brother's starving. Why right do these niggas right. exist? That's what like, so Damn, this nigga be letting that shit bother him. Like, yeah, like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, yeah, like, oh, dude, like fucking relax. Yeah, pretty much. Welcome to the Any Last Words podcast. Yeah, I'm feeling it. <laughs> and through some trials and tribulations between yesterday okay. and today. But we persevere. Oh, we persevere. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> we are here. My yeah, name is man. Earl. My Lonnie name is Keon. Hooks. Oh, my bad. I fucked you up. Yeah, my that's name. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, go, I, I give him the full thing the whole time. Nobody knows who you are. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knows that's, your name. That's all right. I'm not here. I'm not giving my social out. I'm not You're, giving my, he, I'm not here for that. You're you like to be an enigma. You want to be nah. <laughs> you like it, to be mysterious. Nah, n- niggas, niggas know me. They know me. I'm young seven C's. <laughs> oh my bad, my bad, my bad. They know you out on the C's. A AKA Keon. <laughs> it's backwards now. What's going on, man? How is your day today, sir? How um, are you? Well, you know what? I mean, we're recording at night. Yeah, uh, which is something that we don't normally do. Um, is this like our first time doing this? Nah, it's not. But it's definitely it's been a while. It's been, okay. it's been, it's been, it's been. I don't know. Been a couple of months since we had to do this. Right. Um. So yeah, we're recording at night. Um. Our schedules and our recording software, you know, aren't really agreeing with us this week. Yes, all right. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So it's a nighttime record. Um, For sure. We going. We going to keep the energy like it's morning time. A thousand percent. So, so tell us. So, tell us about how how your energy has has gotten you through this day. Have you been Have you been working hard? Is you got any um, any customer service buffs we need to know about? <laughs> Honestly, today was slow as shit. So, I don't even really have anything for you. Um, mm. However, I did stay productive. Um, I got a lot of stuff shipped out. Um, I you know I made a couple of schedules. My schedules are mad easy to make nowadays because. It's only me and one other person working on my job because right now. Because they fired everybody. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I hate to say that, but my job is a lot easier because my company didn't bring a lot of people back. Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I have less people to look after. Um, and, and when I say look after, I mean that wholeheartedly because management is a lot of babysitting. It really is. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's because most people are are would be. The Indians, when they say, you know, too many chiefs and no Indians in uh-huh. any sort of regard where everyone's trying to be the big boss and, you know, delegate work. So a lot of people never give. This is what I will say, because we always shit on managers. Most people shit on managers and a lot of <laughs> managers need to be shat on because they fucking suck <laughs> and they don't need to be in those positions, honestly. Right. Um, but but to give a little bit of empathy or give a little bit of leeway to shoot bail for the managers out there you are babysitting a lot of people you did that's there are really a lot of people it, that just they just come to work to complain all fucking day long and the managers uh-huh. have to deal with this all day long and they do. We, yeah enough managers don't they don't get the credit for that because absolutely you, yeah you guys are dealing with a whole lot Think about the shit like you have to, you, you know, it's like babysitting because one, you you have to manage several different personalities. Yeah. And then you're over here trying to bring the best out of each person. But you got to right. do that in different ways because people work differently. You of know? course. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's really not for the faint of heart. 
Yeah, you know, nah, I, yeah. And I ain't gonna sit and, here and, and act yeah, like and people and people don't make it easy on you either. No, they don't. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm not gonna sit here and act like every management position that I've ever had has just been you know easy peasy lemon squeezy. Right. Because it hasn't. You know, I've been in jobs where you know I've literally like left that place because I was over the people that I was working with. Like I did not care to see those people ever again. I did not care. <laughs> about the existence of those people. All I cared about is not working here anymore. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I can't stand certain people. You were at um, your wit's end. Yeah. And and that's not and that's not um my current not in my current position. I don't feel that way. This is actually one of the better positions I've ever had. Um but yeah, I've definitely left some places because I'm just like, yo, I can't deal with none of y'all. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, nah, it's it's better that than than going off than going off in that place and exactly. not being able to not being able to use it as a reference because now you don't slap somebody in the face the last day <laughs> or you know taught you know fucking jump kicked a, a cash register <laughs> off the table or some shit like that. Right, right. Yeah, there there definitely been times when I was on the way out of a job and I was thinking about what was the biggest way I could go out. And I'm sure, <laughs> and I'm not the only one that's thought that. So yeah, nah, nah, yeah. When you start having those thoughts, you should probably just lose, leave sooner rather than later. Cause yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Cause you're, you're getting to be too much. Um, Definitely. <laughs> my fucking day was awesome. Yes. My, tell yeah, us about my, it. yeah. 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 There was no, there was oh, no hell work. yeah. Nigga. You was, you was out here. Tell, I was, and, yeah, hold I was on. Out. I want to, I want to know where this place was and, um, yeah, I mean, just tell me about it. Tell me about it. I mean, okay, so I went out in the wilderness. Today was one of those days uh, with, with good old duty do. Um, Strasburg, 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 Virginia. Strasburg, where's that? At? Uh, down in Front Royal area. Oh, okay, so y'all took a little drive. Yeah, we went out. We went out west. Y'all should have um, just went to the. Uh, is, is that considered like Shenandoah National Park? Um. I'm not quite certain. I I know it was George Washington National Forest. Okay, right. I know it's that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, no. But that stretches on for very. That's that's a lot of land. Yeah, I mean, but, um, we're we're super lucky to live like where we live. There's so much like just land and mountain and sea. It's like, it's beautiful. People talk. That's what I'm saying. Like when people talk shit about this region that they grew up in, I I never truly understand it except for the the part that. Really, where I guess it it derives from, which is they've chosen a life for them that sucks. Chosen slash kind of cards dealt, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. However, you want to. I don't know the ratio to these people's lives, but there's there's a ratio between them choosing sucky people to be around and you know just sucky decisions and choices that put them in suckier situations, circumstances, right. and and life just kind of coming at them the way that it does. But we're especially for us, like. I'm in the suburbs. If I want to go out to the rural parts, I can go get that and just see plains area, cows and sheep and this and that and deer. And then if I want to go further out, I can go hit the mountains and go hiking, which I do. And if I want to go east, I can go hit the city. Uh If I, you know, if I want to go drive further out and hit beaches, I can hit beaches. If I want to go further up north, I can go hit bigger cities. Like I don't, I don't get it. We no. we get all the extremities of every season. We get to Everything. see a fall, a winter, Everything. a summer, a spring. I've seen people come here and experience snow for the first time as an adult. Like <laughs> I remember seeing, you telling me about that. Yeah, like seeing that is awesome. <laughs> like 
it's yeah, man. It's it's fucking it's it's great. Yeah, I people feel you. remember Grizz coming up from Texas talking that nigga about said it's real. What did he say? It was real he green. Was like, it's really green over here. Like wow, <laughs> like it's so green. I'm like yeah, man. <laughs> That's a that that's a tree. You're welcome. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Joe Grizz, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's, but yeah, no, nah, I love it. Um, that's what's up. So we went. Yeah, we got up like super early this morning. Made a big breakfast because we knew what was to come. We knew uh, it was like I think we did eight miles today. So nothing nothing too crazy. It wasn't like the fourteen mile or ones that we did with you. Was uh, it? Was it? Uh, it was, was a loop or bro? Like it was a, it was an out and back. Okay. It was an out and back. Keon, you would have loved this one, man. Are you we sure? Were, we were Are you so sure? we were so upset. We were so upset. Um, we think that you could bring Jacory there. Oh wow. It's like that, but it's um it's it's ranked as hard, but it's only oh, but it's only once you get past a lot of the really, really cool sites. Like once you get past the summit, you can get well past the overlook, I'll say. Okay. Then you then you start to hit a crazy incline and you get to see like a little bit, you know, some more things up there. But it's not the overlook. Right. That you're really looking for. So you can go get like a brisk walk, a little bit of incline, all your cool Instagram pictures, and then you can turn around and come back. Okay. (laughs) And you and by that you only do like maybe five miles altogether. Yeah, exactly. But you don't have to go further. We decided to go further and did like the whole four mile thing and come all the way back. But yeah, it was beautiful, man. Butterflies of all different sorts of kind. Like I brought, I brought my little wacky journal cause I wanted to journal things as well as take pictures when I was out there. Um, what, wait, what? what? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's much more of a compliment. <laughs> so, all right. So, so I'll, I'll, let me read a little bit of it. Oh, um, did you like, did you draw some landscape in the journal or are you just No, taking, no, taking these notes? were just these were just random thoughts that I had. Okay. So so it starts off okay. So nine sixteen twenty, the date. George Washington National Forest Buzzard Rock Hike. Carl Thomas's I Wish has unfurled our R and B field preparatory stage in this apartment. So the very first thing is we just started playing R and B as we were like eating food and getting ready. So right. just mad nineties R and B playing in here as we were getting ready. All right. Hope you, got, some, hope, hope you had some Drew Hill on it. Uh, yes, for sure. That definitely that definitely played. <laughs> um, a, a lot of a lot of songs where in which I believe you said the other day that you wouldn't really expect anyone outside of our culture to know. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, a lot a lot of those old ones that you forget got about. You, a lot got of you. those. Got um, you. the crispy fifty degree September sky. It was cold this morning. <laughs> oh, it was. Well, yeah, I left out. Of, I left out to go to work at like. Ugh, like 8 a.m. It was brisk. It was very brisk. Yeah. So we so we just wore some hoodies, sweatpants, you know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. Uh, the crispy 50 degree September sky is filled with the smoke from the California fires. Am I the only person that hasn't really noticed a difference? Uh, I guess so. Like, because when you look, when you've been looking up in the sky like the past day, it, they weren't, it didn't look like clouds. It was just. It was just a very perpetual overcast. Yeah, like hazy overcast. I might not be paying attention. And if you and if you would have looked at your weather app, it said like sunny, (laughs) like no Mm. overcast. Yeah, like that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. as we recite the and then the next one, as we recite the lyrics to Renegade, because then Jay-Z and Eminem Ah. popped up. Yeah. 
we approach the exit to the mountain range, we are to hike and the sky's clear because we're going out west. So I guess now the, the, the haze is getting away from us because we're going out the way that it was coming. Right. Right. So as the clouds clear um, and the clouds, the sky's clear as we press westward. As I view the mushrooms emerging through stone and abundance in all life around me, I'm constantly reminded why I come out into the wilderness. All of the problems seem so minute at the summit. These are all, by the way, just random, like as I'm walking around. So they're all, you know, it's not really that succinct. Fresh air, clear skies, and no expectations. That's huge. Have you, hmm. have you ever read the, uh, the book um, Hatchet? No. Um, it's about this guy who gets stranded in the woods and has to live there for a while before he's found by a fur trader. Um, basically. Okay. And I don't know, you just kind of reading through your journal, it just kind of reminds me of that book because it's a lot of the, the the main character kind of just narrating the story. And it just yeah. it just sounds very, you know, I don't know, it just it's bringing me back because I read that book in like the fifth grade. While we were sitting at, at the summit one time and we, and we were just looking out over all the, the, again, the mountainous terrain that's, bear with me, undulating in and out of the earth, just like windy, you know what I mean? Back and uh-huh. forth. Um, we were wondering, like, or I guess duty kind of brought it to my attention. Man, I wonder if somebody's living out in some of the some of this forest that we're looking at in all of this mountain under all of these trees. Is there someone that's just walking around, living off the land, making things like making ends meet somehow? You know what I mean? Just yeah. Just, I mean, you know? it, I wouldn't be surprised because you know there's a ton of like little communities that are like that out the, you know out in the wilderness. Yeah, um, but hey, man, that is that's a hell of a life. Yeah, it's a di- it's is, a different life. <laughs> is that because I remember you telling me that you kind of you would you wouldn't mind living that kind of life, just kind of living off the land, just being out there on your own? Absolutely not. Yeah, if I could do it, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely I mean, love to do you? that. Can you? Can you? This is yeah. I mean, I can learn. Right oh, now, okay. do I have the the skill set? The abilities? No. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely not. No, no, I'm I'm dead within two weeks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but, hey, can you light a fire? Can you make uh, a fire yeah, from yeah, scratch? I, I, I think I can make a fire. Okay, I think I can make a fire. Okay. Um, let me finish this up. Resting underneath pine cones as we overlook miles of mountainous terrain, warm sun, slight breeze with the accompaniment of tiny lizards scurrying beneath us and butterflies above. We needed this, by the way. We both said, man, we really fucking needed this. Like, we needed to get out it's, the house. It's Yeah, I mean, it's been forever for y'all, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's been a couple months now, yeah. <laughs> since, yeah. I teeter between, and I put this on the Instagram post, actually. I teeter between the feeling of escapism and a familiar sense of returning to home. And that was the last wow. thing. That was the last thing. Yeah, because when I was out there, I was sort of wondering... I'm like, you know, we always talk about getting out and it being a form of escapism. But when I as soon as I woke up that morning, I got this feeling of when I was back at camp when I was a kid and just Felt waking like, up and feeling the crisp air. And I, we knew I knew I was going to get out with all my camp mates and we were going to go hiking and stuff like that. And, you know, just getting out there, it does feel like a home to me. It feels really, really good. So I, sometimes I don't know. It, like, again, if that is the escapism or if that's just me getting back to something that feels like profoundly familiar and home like. Do you know that feeling of like waking up on the morning of a field trip in like the fourth grade? 
Yes. Did it, did it kind of feel like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Egg, yeah, for sure. Something just huge to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, the way that exactly that, because while I'm running around and I'm just out there breathing in this fresh air and I'm looking at these butterflies and the little spiders and the lizards and hawks going over and we're just, you know, and we're just like, we're actually fucking tiptoeing across these fucking jagged rocks on the top of a mountain overlooking a mountain. We saw some mountain climbers on the side. Oh, for real? Yo, they be out there. They, yeah, man. Like, really, really doing it. And we were very, very, very high up. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just just like doing all these different things, being on, on, the, on the rocks and hearing the twigs underneath your feet and seeing all these different types. Was, I saw at least, like, eight different types of mushrooms out there. And just all these different things coming together, I felt like a child. That's how I feel when I get outside and I go do these things. I feel like a child just running around playing. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, so that's exactly what it feels like is, is going on that, that sense of knowing that you're about to go on a field trip with your friends. Right. I can dig it. Um, yeah, but I had a great fucking time. I needed that. And again, I, I, I said it before. I'll say it again. I'm doubling, tripling down on it. Everybody needs some sort of outdoor activity. Somebody, everybody needs some way of connecting back to nature. But do you realize, do you realize how, how lost like this, like I ain't gonna say society, but how lost the generations after us have gotten when it comes to just outside. Go, yeah, just going, just just, just going running outside, outside and just having, feeling free out there, having a thing they do out there. Like unless, like unless you know, unless they're in the sports. Like I don't really see a lot of people, you know, just doing that. You know, these days. Yeah. Times have yeah. changed, man. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I know it's really changed. Yes, it's it's weird. You know, um, honestly, you know what I've been thinking about lately. Um, I'm gonna divert into my outside my outside activity real quick. Um, fishing, bro. I haven't caught a fish larger (laughs) than my palm in about six (laughs) weeks, and it has been having me. It's it's been making me feel like, damn, like you know, this shit sucks. Like when am I going to catch that next large fish? Right, uh, I've right, just been right. catching all this small, all these small ass fish, but I have to like I, I kind of just go back to the root of it all. I'm just like, well, you know, Keon, it doesn't it feel good to catch a fish anytime? Well, hell yeah, it does because that thrill is still there. You know that yeah. feeling that feeling that jerk on the line. No, whoa, it it's still <laughs> it it's it's I still feel that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, man. You know, I still I still feel that and like every single time I still get that thrill of it all. But, you know, I'm just like, well damn, I keep catching these small ass fish, but I keep I keep thinking about the fact that well why do you do it, Keon? You do it because it's fun. You do it because you like being by the water. You do it because it's kind of a zen moment when you're out there. You yeah. don't do it because you think you're going to catch a fucking shark every single time. Yes. You know? You yeah, do yeah, it yeah. because you love it. You do it because you have passion behind it. And that's honestly why I haven't quit. I've been yeah. out here, you know. I can see how somebody would quit if they don't catch shit because that's been happening too. Or if they yeah. just keep keep catching these little guppies and minnows, you know. I can see why someone would just lay their fishing rod down and say, fuck this. Yo, you know what? You 
you expound on that for a second more. I'm going to hold on a second. I'm going to go because I got to get my poem book because uh-huh. you made me think of a poem that I read the other day. All right. But yeah, it's just it's been it's been it hasn't been overwhelming, just not catching a fish. But damn, do you look forward to just catching that big one? Because when I first started, I was catching mad large fish, fish like half the size of my body, you know. And I mean, I'm 5'10", you know, I'm average height for a male. So I'm catching fish that are like a foot and a half, two feet long. And now I'm just not. But I do know that when I do catch that next one, that next that next large fish, it'll all be good again. But I'm not going to quit. I am going to persevere. <laughs> all right. Um. Okay. All right. So this is um this is in the book. The best love poems of the American people. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, selected by Hazel Fellman, I believe. Hey. Sounds so really quirky. And, and, <laughs> and, again, since we were speaking about you being an enigma. <laughs> this, <laughs> I'm not an enigma. <laughs> this, this poem is actually, they don't even, most of these poems, there's an author underneath it. This is an anonymous author. (laughs) Okay. So we don't even know who the fuck uh, wrote this. But, and I quote, it's called Living. To touch the cup with eager lips and taste it, not drain it. To woo and tempt and court a bliss and not attain it. To fondle and caress a joy, yet hold it lightly, lest it become necessity and cling too tightly. To watch the sun set in the west without regretting. To hail its advent in the east, the night forgetting. To smother care and happiness in grief and laughter. To hold the present close, not questioning hereafter. To have enough to share to know the joy of giving, to thrill with all the sweets of life is living. So. I like it. Yeah, so the reason that I I just thought about this when you were talking about is, you know, yeah, maybe you don't always go out there and catch these large ass fish that at once upon a time, I mean, you were were kind of accustomed to doing and it gave you that jolt. But I think again, you know, to woo and tempt a court of bliss and not attain it. I think so, like that's a that's a huge part of the game. It you is. know what I mean? I think I think that's sort of what draws people to I mean to a lot of things. That's what draws people to you know the allurement of someone that they're you know that they that they want, that they want to attain. Right. You know what I mean? The sort of cat and mouse of the whole game like I, you know what I'm going to try to woo this person. Right. But the whole playing of hard to get, like, it's just like a tantalizing sensation. I don't know if I can. It seems like I like they're right there, but I don't know if I can have them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that thing right there kind of drives you to continue on. And I think that's just sort of that's just sort of life. Is it? You know what I mean? are, Are we talking about the thrill of the chase here? I think what's yeah the thrill of the chase and that could that could go for anything in life. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like you're you're constantly chasing that thrill. Like I, I want to have that thing, but for it to be that easy, nah, nah, I don't really, I don't. The desire isn't nearly as strong. 
if yeah, it's you know, if it's right there if it's yeah i was talking to antoinette um a couple of days ago about uh fishing charters and okay. she was saying she was asking me you know would i find that enjoyable because on a fishing charter you know they have sonar and all that stuff so they they go out in the water they find the fish you know they'll kind of go right over top of the fish or where they are and you just kind of cast your rod and for the most part you will more than likely catch something you might not but more than likely you're going to catch something because they have put you right over where the fish are. And right. so she's asking me, well, would you find that fun? And I'm just like, well, you know, to go out on a boat, I'm going to find that fun regardless. But okay. as far as, as, as kind of making it easier for me to catch fish, um, I think that I wouldn't want to do that every day, but I would love to go out and, you know, be on the boat. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah. I could, oh, that's interesting because there's so many different degrees of making something easier for you. Uh-huh. Like when you go to Cabela's or whatever fish shop and you get certain lures or certain rods, certain things that help your game, is that, I mean, that's a, to a degree getting you closer to catching a fish or making it easier for you to catch a fish, but you uh, don't necessarily see that as cheating. Yeah, you know? I, I so, feel so. You. I guess I it's sort you. of like where do you draw the line personally? I guess. Well, operationally, I don't. I think that it's just it's more so making me better, making okay. turning my skills, upgrading my skill set. Okay. You know, if there's a certain bait that's going to make it, you know, make my, you know, a certain bait that's more attractive to a certain fish. Yeah, yeah that's helping me out. Um, helping me out personally, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's a good question. Yeah, it's kind that's of kind question. of rough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, sort of just where do you draw the line on how much help do you really want well, in, atta- it, in attaining something? Here's the thing. Here's here's why I said seventy five percent. Because sure, they're gonna put me right over top of those fish, but I'm pro- I'm out here with probably you know ten to twenty other you know people fishing. Um, that fish is not guaranteed to bite my hook. It's not. Right. Even though I'm I'm right over top of them, even if I have the bet the best bait to catch this certain type of fish that you can possibly have, that fish does not have to bite my line. Yeah. At all. So, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying, but there's you know, there's obviously some, you know, slight differences in what you're saying, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. But I, I guess I, it all depends on how you look at it. Yeah. Perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much what I'm getting at. Yeah. I, no, I, I, yeah, I get that. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't fish at all, so I really wouldn't. I wouldn't Yo, really, really. I'm no. gonna get. I'm gonna get you the fuck out there. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm gonna because get because when we were when we were we when we were at that dinner the other night, mm-hmm. and I was talking about going out to Burke Lake, and you were saying that. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, they only let three people, you know, on the boat at a time. And you kind of looked at me like, oh, well, I mean, you know, it was just you and Antoinette, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting here like, well, nigga, like, I want I want people to experience I this. I didn't I didn't even that went way over my head. I didn't even see that as like a possible <laughs> as a po- possible proposal to get me out there invitation at all. Well, Not even not even just you, but just yeah. anyone. Right. You know, right, right, like, right, right. I, you know, like I'm not just worried about me, me and Antoinette. We go fishing all the time. Right. I want to bring people out. Yeah. I want to show people the ropes. That's what I did this past Sunday. You know, we Antoinette had a friend of hers come out with uh, her two kids 
and I was out there showing them the ropes. And, you know, it made me really happy because one of her kids caught two fish. And I thought that was really awesome because, you know what? I think that it may have been different if um, her daughter hadn't caught a fish, you know, that. Oh, yeah. For a child, for sure. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. So I was super happy. Yeah. Yeah. I w- yeah, for sure. I-, I definitely wouldn't care so much if I caught a fish, although I, I know that my eyes would light up if I did. Yeah, like I, I know I already I could already sort of sense the excitement that I would get if it, I actually no, did. There's, no, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And I am going to get you out there soon before it gets cold. I'm going to get you out there. All right. All right. I'm with it. Um, Before we go on anything else, I I got like this this train of thought that just hit me going through these books. Okay. Um, And I all right, so bear, so bear with me. Bear with me, everybody. OK, so so. Thinking about my my little reading through my wacky little diary, I was thinking about the R and B that was that was being played before we went off in the hike. And the very first one I said was Carl Thomas's "I Wish." For those of you that have not heard that song, old R and B, great song. Go listen to it. For those of you that know it, awesome. For those of you that know it but kind of need like a reminder. And I wish I never met met her at all. Classic. Even though I love her so, and she's got got love love for me. me. That song. Classic. Um, that song is about a man. By the way, we listen to so many songs when we're like kids, and we just we just dance it. We have no fucking idea like what's going on in the song. Um, Yeah. That song is about a man that is that is met a woman and they're having a great time. He says that it was love at first sight <laughs> and he knows it because of the way that she looked at him in that many nights, many, many nights went by until she dropped the bomb on me. Right. So the bomb on him was that she was married, unhappily married. And with children. Mm. Now, the first thing before I go on to like something else that he said, which is really what I want to get to. (laughs) I forgot what I called her in whatever pod that we recorded, but I'm just going to go with Susie. The person that I brought to Antoinette's 30th birthday Ah. that told everybody that her child was mine, (laughs) which was a lie. Now. Many, 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 many moons before that took place. She so she's a hairdresser and she had she had a bunch of clients. One of her clients was very, very wealthy and had a very, very, very beautiful home. Okay. One might say close to a mansion. Okay. Um was it a mech mansion? Uh, 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 you said a Mick mansion? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what that refers to. It's like a mini mansion, I think. Okay, well then yes. Then yes, if that's the case, then yeah. Let's say Mike. call it a mini mansion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a Mick for micro, for sure. Let's <laughs> let's call it that. A beautiful backyard, like a po- huge ass pool that had the little electric uh like a little um a cover 
that just goes over it with like an electric oh, remote. And, oh, damn. yeah, okay. uh, huge ass garden that looked it was trimmed so beautifully. It looked like something out of Alice, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Like the, like, like the garden that she was running through before she went down in the hole. Right. And all that. Like, like it looked amazing. Like you had to have people come and trim hedges and stuff like that constantly. Like there was uh-huh. there were hedges that looked like people and like Greek goddesses. Like it was like it was a really, really nice backyard. Inside, okay. I still have a video of it to this day of me walking around taking video inside these fucking people's houses. Because <laughs> they had a piano room, a library. Like a fucking a staircase, like a beautiful staircase that one. Like it was, oh, it was a beautiful house. Anyway, beside the point, she invited me there because she was house sitting for this client of hers. It was just her, her cousin there. She invited me over. We're in the pool. We're having a good time. Drinks, smoke involved. It, beautiful time. A lot of laughs. Towards the end of the hangout, it was probably like eight, nine-ish at night now. I got there around noon, so I'm spending all day here. I say, as a gentleman, I have work the next morning. I say to her, hey, you know, so uh, you think I should go ahead and like get on the road now? The reason I'm saying that, <laughs> since she couldn't decipher, and maybe there are going to be people that listen to this that can't decipher. I'm saying that the way that I'm saying it, because I'm not going to be an asshole and invite myself to stay over. Well, yeah, of course not. Right, exactly. So I'm not just gonna be like, "Hey, where's the bed? Like, where am I staying at?" Like, I'm just, I'm, so I'm just like, "Ah, you think go I should me, go give me a washcloth?" Yeah, exactly. So I just start, <laughs> you know, like awkwardly stretching. Ah, you think I should probably like, get on the road since I got work in the morning? She's like, and then she looks at me kind of like weirdly, taken aback. You can tell me asking this question sort of rubbed her the wrong way, but she didn't want to show too much of it. But it was it was enough for me to be able to see that, uh-huh. and she just said kind of awkwardly like. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Sheesh. So I was like, okay, well now this is awkward. So I'm actually I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I get all my stuff together. I get on the road, go home. End of that night. We probably don't speak for like another few weeks. So I would know like something's kind of weird. I didn't really. Re- I think I may have reached out once or twice, but it was weird energy. Mm-hmm. She invited me to come out with some people. Later on down the line, I went out, met out, met up with them. Drinks ensued again, in, enjoyable time. In that time, she now brings up that night many weeks oh ago, gosh. right? To these people. And I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not, I like, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not bashful at all. Like, go ahead, bring it on. Like, we can talk through it here. Hold on. She That's, talked about the night in general or about the part where you decided to well, leave? More so the part about me deciding to leave. Okay. Then Why? I, I well, well, the thing is this. This party's probably split up 50-50 between men and women. It's probably like like 10 of us. So like six men, six women. I say my piece, just like I just told it. All the guys are like, oh, so you're probably just like letting her know, like, hey, if you want me to stay over, like now would be the time to say something. Right? So all the men understood that. You would not believe what I got. And this is why I'm coming off of Carl Thomas's I Wish. You would not believe what I got on the other side. Okay. All of the women came to the conclusion that I had a wife and children Yo, that, shut the that, fuck up. that I needed to get back to. What the so, hell? So of course I couldn't stay there. That's I had no, that, that is a heavy ass assumption. But, 
bro, it's a that is that's not just a reach. Like that's a that's a skip, hop, step, run and a reach. <laughs> like what? Nigga, that's around the world in 80 days. It, and, 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 but but I get yeah, I <laughs> I hit him with the Magellan. <laughs> I just I feel like I I don't know. I I thought that that was so crazy, but I guess they had I don't know who they were dealing with before. But they told me that there had been at least one or two men before that they had realized had a life outside of the life that the women were accustomed to with them. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that that was absolutely insane. Um, that is wild. But yeah, I guess that just happens a whole lot more than, than I thought it does. That people just have, you know, whole side lives going on. Right. right, uh, right yeah, because right. they, they really thought that I had to get home to like a child and, and a wife. And I was just like, what the hell? Like they thought that the whole me having to go to work in the morning was a lie. Like this is, I was like, yo, this is absolutely insane. Like this is someone (laughs) else's home. I can't just assume that you want me to stay here. It's already, it's already a lot that you've even invited me here. Well, once, well, once, well, once I, (laughs) I expressed all these feelings, they were like, oh, well, that you know that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it has to. Why would you come to that first? (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Um, but but well, go ahead, go ahead. But um. The, the point I wanted to end on with Carl Thomas's I Wish is that he talked about in the end of the song that it's a catch-22 for her. Either which, no matter what decision she made, she was going to lose out on something big. If she decided to stay home, which she did, and leave him, then she'd be leaving someone that she grew to love outside of her home life. Right. But if she decided to choose him, she was going to lose her husband, which she was unhappily married to in a way, but her children, a, you know, a stable life that she had spent many, many years living. Catch 22. And then the catch 22 made me think of a lot of things. But one, let's open back up from Hue and Cry to Humble Pie. This is now the third book that I've opened up. <laughs> but Hue and Cry to Humble Pie, catch 22. Now, what now? You've you've heard of this. You you've understood the the idea of a catch twenty two, yeah. just like just a lose lose situation. Mm-hmm. A catch twenty two situation. This Double is a L. lose lose situation. Whichever alternative you choose, you can't win. It is the title of former advertising copywriter Joseph Heller's highly regarded satirical novel published in nineteen fifty five. The story centers on Captain Yosarian of the 256 U.S. Army Air Force bombing squadron in the Second World War, whose main aim in life is to avoid being killed. The best way for a pilot to achieve this was to be grounded due to insanity. Now, they give you a little excerpt from the book. There was only one catch, and that was Catch-22, which specified that concern for one's own safety in the face of dangers that were real and immediate was the process of a rational mind. All he had to do was ask. And as soon as he did, he would no longer be crazy and have to fly more missions. (laughs) So you can't ask and say, you know, I I don't, I don't want to be a part of this because now you look rational and no longer crazy. So therefore you lose. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So you go and you put yourself in danger, you lose. You ask to be taken away, but now you lose because you have a rational mind. Right. Right? So it's like it's it's a weird paradox. 
And it made me think about something that you and I talked about with me and that I'm going through in life, which is a catch 22 for me. You talked to me the other day about how um, how maybe I, I may be seeming to to be isolating myself from a lot of human beings. Right. <laughs> I may be like getting away from the wavelength of a lot of humans that I've been accustomed to being around and growing up with. And and my whole aim in learning the things that I do and trying to gain empathy and knowledge on so many different walks of life and, and cultures is to be able to bridge the gap between myself and people, to be able to get knowledge through to one another and help build the quality of life for human beings. That's like, that's my aim. Okay. The catch is that it seems that the more that I expand my mind and and broaden my horizons, I'm distancing (laughs) myself from the regular way or conventional way of thinking for a lot of the people that I've been around. Okay. And a lot of the people that I find myself around period, really. Um, so I just I just thought that that was a very just interesting thing that I, I'm finding myself in. It's like I I'm learning these things in order to bridge the gap whilst finding myself in certain areas, you know, having that bridge being taken away. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very it's very, very it's very interesting uh, paradox that I'm finding myself in sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much it. We don't really have to get too far into it, but I just thought that I'd <laughs> that I'd express that since you you were kind of talking to me about it the other day. Well, you yeah, I, you know, I just I felt like <laughs> I you felt can go like ahead, you go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I I definitely felt that. I okay. Here's my thing. I was reading your energy. Yeah. Um, the entire time of you know this particular instance. Yeah. Um. And I could tell that I don't want to say that you I don't want to say that you were uncomfortable because I know you weren't uncomfortable. Yeah, that certainly is not the word. (laughs) But it just seemed like you were just you were zoned in on everything going around you, Mm -hmm. but maybe not necessarily just taking in. Like you were taking it, it just it, it it seemed like you weren't having as much fun. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, again, there there was there was a disconnect. Yeah, but but the uh, but again, the the whole paradox of it is, or the conundrum is that I'm so I felt so connected because I'm immersed in the moment and I'm paying attention to everybody's words and everyone's body language and just everyone's you know, demeanor, energy mm-hmm. there that I'm so connected that I feel that the disconnect is palpable in the <laughs> air. Like I could, I could feel it. I'm, I'm just because cutting, every, the, cutting it like it was tension. Every single time anything was said, I just, I just felt, I'm just like, okay, well, was, why? were you taking that to like the heart? Like was, was it, there's nothing to be taken to heart. Okay. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing for me to like. Well, that, I don't that, know. It just that sort of entails that now I'm like angry or. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I and correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it did. It did seem like there were just you. You see. 
I don't know if disgusted is a too strong of a word. Mm, disgust but, maybe. Yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah, disgust is a little strong. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Dude, that's funny though. <laughs> no, disgust is a little uh, a little strong. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just it, I, was just, I, guess I would were... just say uh, a bit taken aback at okay. what I thought was the level of of critical thinking. Um, okay. and then therefore frustrated when I was whenever I'm called to be a part of the conversation, and I met with ignorant resistance. Okay. That's that that's sort of that's sort of what it was. Yeah. But but again, I'm, you know, but then I, I, you know, I get into the conversation and I think that I'm, you know, nice and sober and clear minded. So when I start speaking, things get across. They may take a little bit of time, Mm -hmm. but, you know, then usually it's never just like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Usually (laughs) I just just need like a little bit of time with people. And they're like, okay, I just never really looked at it from that point. But. Yeah, it, right. it was just it was just more so just a lot of that. Right. Are you here? I mean, are you here to just are you here to change? No, I ain't gonna say change people's minds, but just change their thought processes. Is that kind of your your aim? Um, when I was growing up, <laughs> yeah, all my answers. When I was growing up, <laughs> <laughs> my dad thought that it was extremely important to teach us how to think, uh-huh. not just learn information. Right. Like they teach you in schools, but to teach you how to think when one of the biggest things in my household was go look it up. <laughs> if you if if the adults are talking and there are mad words that you don't understand, you can't ask us. Mm-hmm. Go look it up because it teaches you to go find information. OK. And then another thing that my dad did that I love his favorite say, or phrase, at least in my mind, is in the flip side to that is. So he would always, anytime something was said, he would just always give another position, another vantage point for you to look at it from. And he would, and a lot of times as we started getting older, he would never just say, oh, you should do this, you should do that. But he would just say, just just try to weigh out the pros and cons. Just think about it from as many different standpoints as you possibly can and 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 just weigh it out and then go make your decision. So that's how I so that's how I grew up. So a lot of times when I'm in groups of people and something gets said. And then I see immediate group think take place. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this is it. This is law right now. And, and it's just like so solidified, so immediate. It's like so instantaneously. I'm just like, wait a sec. Wait, just hold on. How, like, how is no one else? Oh, all right. Actually, this is this is one for Mikey, since Mikey's going to be listening to this. Here, here's one. This man said to me. If I was homeless, <laughs> it sounds like a Mikey ass thing to say. <laughs> if I was homeless, I would come to a churrasqueria, which is the place that you and I went out to eat the other night. Like I would, I would go out to a place where you just come and you just get skewers of meat at the table, sliced off, straight to the plate. And I would just eat like 60, was it like 60 bucks or whatever, maybe with the tip, 65, whatever. I would just come here and just eat like crazy once a week. 
<laughs> just, I would just, I would just eat a shit ton of food right here. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat so well. Like, look at all this food, like all these different meats. I get the salad bar. Like, I can eat like a king. I don't think it works once, w- once a week. <laughs> no, Keon, it doesn't. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm not taking him. Serious. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, you know, yeah, what are you, but- I'm just like, what are you talking about? He's just like, well, he was like, well, you're not, you wouldn't do that. He was like, okay, that's fine. I'm gonna come here and do that, and I'm gonna see you. But wasn't there another in this option, hypothetical though? world? I'm gonna see you, Earl, being homeless, and I'm gonna see you being double cheeseburgers every day for seven days, and I'm gonna be. I'm just like, bro. First of all, I wouldn't be eating double cheeseburgers. You can, you can find a way. If we're talking about me having a close to like sixty five dollars a week to work with, I'm not eating double cheeseburgers every day. You, you already. I'm, I'm assuming you already have. Well, no, you're homeless. So, yeah, so, so you're just you're just a like guy on the street. And we have the bare minimum. We already like we have clothes for like, you know, the days. Okay. Um we have a little cart. Like we have we have like the essentials for surviving is, week is, week after week. Is that $65 solely going to food? Well, that's that well one, that's the thing. Does it have to? <laughs> yeah, cuz if if it if it's solely going to food, you damn right. I'm not eating double cheeseburgers every day because well, that's yeah, sixty five dollars. I'm definitely not, and not I can only make that, that work. But, but the way that the human body works, I need food daily, right? <laughs> so that I can continue to have energy to move about in an efficient manner, so that I can survive and fight these elements. Nigga eating once once a week. <laughs> star- <laughs> that brother starving. <laughs> <laughs> Not eating like, six other days. Like by yeah, like by, by the next day, you're gonna shit all that protein out and be hungry as a bitch. <laughs> right. right. And the day after that, like, bro, it's it's really not. It's just not gonna work that way. And I was just like, I don't know. Now again, he could have just completely been fucking with me. So we'll we'll leave yeah. that out there. But yeah. it, but it it just but the the earnestness in which he came at me. It just, it didn't seem like he was like he was joking around. He seemed like okay, well you go ahead. Like I'm a I'm a, yeah. like a kid. I'm just like I'm like that's not really how that works. Like nah, yeah, I can well, you know I can buy I can buy some apples. I can buy enough enough little true. make to make me like a bunch of little itty bitty sandwiches. Yep. With that, I can go get some extra socks now. I can go do a bunch of other stuff hey. with this whole sixty five dollars. Like niggas, I can, niggas I can stretch can go- that. Niggas can go into Aldi and have a good time. With Are you kidding me? Yeah, back, again, back when we were going out there and feeding the homeless, we would go up to Aldi and spend like eighty dollars, and and make and make close to what like fifty bags. We spent like a hundred dollars and and make close to you know fifty or so bags of you know uh, peanut butter crackers, apple, banana, water bottle, fruit snacks. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on, like, yeah, so I was just like, all right, I, I was like, all right, I don't know. But again, that was just one of many instances in which I was I was met with a certain frequency where I was like, nah, that's not, nah, like, we're, so, not, we're, not, we're not doing that. Let me ask you a question. Does, does group think in general, does it, it bothers you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. But do you think it's possible for you to allow others to just do that and in you know you be okay with how your mind works and the way that it wants to work or are you hung up on the fact that you do 
kind of want to lead people and help people and kind of show them the way? Well, again, I, I mean, I know you guys keep bringing out this Earl Luther King Jr. thing, but I'm well, I mean, you kind of shit, you kind of brought it on yourself. Well, I feel like, uh, well, OK, well, you know what? That's fine. Be- all right, I'll, t- I'll take that title in jest. And, I, and I'm fine. not even like I'm not because I probably never call you that again. But right. it's just, you know, the way I think the la- like you said something on the last pod and then you, you were kind of talking about it a little bit on this pod. It, I, you, I mean, you kind of want to just. You want to? I feel like you kind of you want to lead people. That's what I, you, I, you said. I your dreams to, are about you know. I, yeah, like yeah. That. Like I always found myself playing that role inside yeah. my dreams and things. And 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 to be honest, in a lot of relationships that I have with people as well. But the thing yeah. is, it's I I find an issue when I see it being harmful. Okay, that's that's all it is. Like people think whatever it is they want. But when okay. I see it causing detriment to people's lives around me, oh, yeah, damn. yeah, yeah, I find Their I find lives. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yes, okay. because, yes, because again, we've talked about the algebraic equation, the ways in which you think. Because if you think this way, if like this is the sort of equational um, processing that you're doing over here in this very minuscule, benign way that doesn't really hurt anyone, then I have to think. Or try to extrapolate and, and, and ponder and mull over the way that you sort of associate that with with bigger forms or bigger aspects in your life. Okay. You know, that that do affect your way of living, your quality of life, your health, your well-being and others. You know, like I, I, I just think about that. So, yeah, when I see it, when I see it being a detriment to people's lives. Yeah. When I see it, when I see those sorts of decisions, making people, uh, you know, isolated or or polarized from other cultures, when I see it hurting them inside, when I see it hurting, again, their their spiritual health, emotional health, like their mental. Yeah, it it bothers me because I don't like to see that in people. So I I try to help. I literally had the question in my mind while I was sitting there directly across from you. And I'm just like. I could see the agitation. Yeah. But I'm just like, but why does he let it? Why does it? Why does he let it bother him so much or to that? Yeah. Point? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the only reason why. That's that's okay. the that's the only reason why is because I care. OK. OK. <laughs> it's because I care about people and their experience on this planet. If you don't if you don't care again, I talked to you about this before uh, the other day on the phone. It doesn't matter. If you feel like this is if you believe in simulation theory and you think that this is all some kid or some alien on in another galaxy playing a video game and and we're all just characters in a simulation or this is just some brain in a vat inside of a laboratory. And and this is just all like some some weird consciousness inside of something, you know what I mean, Uh, man made or alien made somewhere far off, or you think that this is a dream happening somewhere inside someone's mind, no matter how you think, like what is happening, you have to at least admit that it seems to us that something is happening. We are, we are conscious of some sort of experience that's taking place. And the second that you can agree to that, then you're also agreeing that there's a spectrum of pleasure and pain in that we can feel anything within that spectrum. 
I, for one, care about the human experience for people. I care about the human experience. So I want the most amount of people possible to have the best possible experience at all points in time. So in order for if I can help facilitate that, I will. And if I can help facilitate that by trying to help people's processing, you know, like if I can try to help tweak their processing a bit into such a way where they can start thinking a bit more expansively and have a better understanding of what's going on, how they feel inside versus what's going on in the external and how to sort of bridge the gap between those things in a more efficient and effective way, then then I'm going to I'm going to do it. Okay. Because, again, I think that you have a certain responsibility if you're aware of such things. And since I happen to be someone that's aware of these things, I, I feel like it is a responsibility that I, I bear. With great power comes great responsibility. You're fucking right. Uncle Ben, man. Uncle Ben. <laughs> Uncle shout Ben. Out, shout out to Uncle Ben. Yeah, um, so that's how I feel. Nah, but for real, I, like, I, you know, I've known you for a long time, but... In the last two pods, I've learned something very important slash very cool about you. And it's what you just talked about just now, because I've watched you become, you know, kind of agitated in in certain instances. Mm. And I've all and I've never really I guess I don't know why I've never asked, but it's yeah. just like I've, I've always wondered, like, damn, this nigga be letting that shit bother him. Like, yeah, like what know? the fuck is wrong with him? Like, yeah, like, why hey, you like, fucking relax? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like, just relax, nigga. Like, <laughs> but, but you explained it and, and now I, now I understand it. So, well, see, I'm gl- well, I'm glad we got to this point. I'm glad you're not just still sitting off to the side, like looking at me crazily. Like, it's like, you know, like that type of stuff. And it's not to say that I don't care or I don't care. Maybe I don't care enough. Um, right. You know, I, I do care about the human experience. I want people to live their lives to the best of their abilities. I want that for them. But like in the way that you see it, I think you harness that a little bit more because I'm able to brush that shit off. If I see somebody, <laughs> you know, acting ignorantly or, you know, just I'm just like, eh, whatever, you know, I could do that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. I feel like you don't allow yourself to do that. N- no, no, so, no, no, I don't you know. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. <laughs> I've I've learned I've learned something about you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a little that's a little bit about me. <laughs> a little bit about me, but we don't we don't have to continue on this serious note so much. What what do you yeah. got? I know you got something important you want to talk about. Um well yeah, it, it's I feel like we were really heavy on the word nostalgia um a couple of pods ago. For you sure. Know, I don't know, maybe like three or four pods ago we were talking about nostalgia. And and even on this one with me feeling like a little kid going on a field yeah, trip. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. Um, so I'm going to my cousin's wedding on um on Friday, this upcoming mm. Friday. Uh, today is Wednesday. We are recording on Wednesday right now, people. I'm yes. going to a wedding on Friday, so this is a couple of days out. And I am so looking forward to it. I'm I I can't tell you how ecstatic I am about my cousin marrying um. This uh, this guy, I'm not gonna say his name. I'm not gonna say right. her name. Yeah, um, yeah definitely don't do they, that. <laughs> they are they they're they're a great couple. Um, you know, he is good people's. Um, I I enjoy his company a lot. Um, and I just can't wait for the, all the festivities. I can't wait for the ceremony. I can't wait for the reception. There will be drinks. There will be great food. I just can't wait to be with my family. And I can't wait to share that experience with my family because this is something that we will never forget. 
This is something that we will talk about um, probably for the rest of our lives. We will talk about this wedding. Um, and, and that's, you know, I'm not saying it because it's some, I, you know, I don't know what the hell to expect, but I, you know, I'm not saying it because it's going to be some grand, lavish thing. I'm saying it because the time spent with with these people means a lot to me. And I know that you can, I know that you feel the same way. Um, there's, we've put up a couple, you've put up a couple of um, posts recently that have a lot to do with family and spending time with family. And even one of yours was about, you know, you were like dancing with your grandma's bunch of people in a room, oh, you know, man. Eric, and, you know, niggas was getting jiggy with it. Yes. Um, and you know, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that feeling um, because that feeling will almost, it, it'll, you know, bear with me here. It'll almost be like nostalgia, but in present time. Oh my God. I can't believe you just said that. That's so wild that you said that. It's 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 one of those moments where you know that you're going to look back on this and it's going to feel good. You know? You know, I've never had I I ask people if they feel that. I this is the first time I've ever heard someone bring it to me though. This is the first time in my life I've had someone come to me. I always ask people, do you ever find yourself in moments when you're, I was going to say maybe with loved ones, that's definitely one of the hugest ones for me, but where you're just, you're so present and you're just so, like your presence is so ossified in this beautiful moment or just prevalent moment that you're, looking around and you're trying to remember everything like you're you're paying attention to the sounds that you're hearing the smells the sights the way things feel how you feel inside everything because you know that this is going to be one of the moments that you're going to remember forever and you just and you just want to you to hold on to it Absolutely. As, as deeply as possible so that when absolutely. you do go back, it'll be just that more. Yeah. Just that more real for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have, you know, especially with my family, I have moments like that all the time where I'm just kind of immersed in the moment. But I'm also very conscious of the fact that, you know, this time will pass. Obviously. Yeah, right. But it's just like you make the most of that moment so that you can look back on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I love that shit. I love I love making those moments. I love I love being a part of those moments, which is probably why DJing weddings are my favorite things to DJ. I love DJing oh, weddings. Oh, yeah. Weddings are easily my favorite events to DJ. Because because you yeah, because you want to aid to that moment, to that yeah. experience for That's other a people. a huge moment. They could have chose yeah. they could have went out and chose any other DJ, but they brought right. me here. Yeah. Um and you know, I there's nothing like it, man. There's nothing like it. You know, like I, it. I told that to my to my dad. My dad, you know, I think it was the very last time that I did my little sobriety hiatus uh-huh. and we were talking about it. And I said, this is one of the one of the and it's so interesting because <clears throat> this is a testament to what I'm about to say. But I remember it so vividly where we were at. We were at Bar Louie in Manassas. You know, and he's having a drink and I'm eating some like some shrimp tempers or some or some wings. That bar Louis trash. Oh, it was out well, that's why it no longer exists. But Oh, oh, it's closed? (laughs) Yeah, it's closed. Oh, I'm not even surprised. Yeah, and this was and this was before the and this was before COVID that it it, yeah. Oh, damn. I'm pretty certain this was before COVID. Yeah. Damn. Um, But we were sitting there and I'm eating like some wings 
And I'm telling him one of the many reasons that I'm having this sobriety hiatus, and again, another reason why I'm having it right now, is to aid in exactly what we're talking about. Because it's so much easier to bring yourself to that realization in those mm-hmm. moments and to hold on to them if you're not completely fucking shit faced. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not and you're and I'm not because I'm not ready to fucking black out. You ready to black out? <laughs> yeah, because I'm never ready to black out. Like I I want to be able to to truly hold on to those moments. I, I have yet to black out in my life. <laughs> yeah, and we're and we, we were talking about people passing uh specifically. Uh. And just the yeah, just the idea of my father going at a point in time is absolutely mm-hmm. insane. It's wild it to is. me. It it's is. a wild. It's a wild thought that at, at a point in time, like he will be gone. Yeah. Um. Like I can deal with like my, like my like my being gone is a whole lot less daunting to me than yeah. him being gone. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I was telling him, I'm just like you know. There's going to be a point where I can't I can't turn to you for advice anymore. I can't because I do that. I, there's going to be times where we we can't have these deep discussions that we have anymore and we can't just chill. And I can't hear you yell at people over the phone or do your like your weird ass fucking laugh. You're, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, that nigga I, stay on the phone. He <laughs> always on the phone. He works. Every time man, I see him, he on the phone. <laughs> and there's going to be a point in time in which I miss all these, you know, where I'm missing all these things. The well, you know, and the flip side to that is there's there's going to be a point in time when I'm when when all this is sort of gone, and I'm like, so a reason as to why I'm not enjoying a drink with you right now is because I would like to be able to try to remember as wholly as I can every single moment that I. Not just that I spend with you, that I spend with anyone or that I just have by myself. Like I tr- I want to try to live as wholly and as fully as I can <laughs> from now on. Like that's just sort of like where my mind is. Mm-hmm. Like I just, yeah, like as I get older, I want to I want to hold on to things. Um, That's interesting that you bring that up because my great grandmother, um, we used to call her Ma Rose. OK, Um. She lived to be a hundred and either five or six. Jeez. Yeah. Um. I want. I believe she was born in the year nineteen ten. <laughs> yes. Yes. A long ass time. Oh my gosh! Can you and, imagine the things that she has seen? And we did imagine because my dad took it upon himself to interview her. He was like, I want to catch her experiences on tape um, because, as you can imagine, she probably won't be here too much longer. Yes. Um, So he sat down and interviewed her for a couple of hours and she just kind of went through periods of her entire life. um, Just, you know, schooling us, telling us, you know, what it was like, telling us about the uh, the 11 or 12 children that she had um, and. I don't think, you know, like you're talking about people passing. Don't take these people for granted. Do not take them for granted. Yeah. If, um, you know, spend time with those people, um, you know, and maybe even give them an interview or two. Put it on tape. Have something that you can look back on. Have something that you can show your kids. Something they can show their kids, you know. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that I, that I, What yeah. you said reminded me of that. Yeah, nah. When I speak to my grandmother, 
Um, and like I said, for anybody that <laughs> that follows us on Instagram, you, you've seen her dancing. Yes. Uh, yeah, just just still a lot of life in her. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. She just she just had her 90th birthday this year. Yeah, she's still she, she's still kicking. She's still what kicking. Is, what, what was that drink of choice of hers? It was like vodka and, and oh, oh, orange yeah. soda or some yep, shit. Yep, that's it. Vodka and orange soda. <laughs> that's it. She yeah. be <laughs> she's still putting it down. Hey, I mad. <laughs> it's so funny, bro. <laughs> she likes yeah. She's drinking wine. She usually likes a, a nice riesling when, oh, okay. when we when we go out. But uh, yeah, that yeah, that vodka like some yeah, like some fucking. St- Stolies and and sun kissed or or, okay. or, fans or something fans like, I think it's I think it's I think it's sun kissed. Okay. But uh, but yeah, man, she she's still putting it down. But it's it's so interesting listening to her talk. All you have to do, you have to you just have to gain patience because yes. they don't speak that fast <laughs> and they don't just get through ideas that quick. You know what I mean? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes they're, they're, you know, their minds working a bit more abstract. So you kind of got to wait as these ideas from all these different places are, are put together. Um, but yeah, man, she's still sharp and she just remembers the wildest things from so many years ago, like dates, people's names, street, uh-huh. street names, addresses, like just so like so many wild things and she tells so many so many interesting stories. So when you just I just I love listening to her talk. I love talking to my grandma. It's it's interesting. It's interesting thinking about the things that like they've went through that that just paved the way like for me to be here being who I am. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? All the shit that they went through is absolutely it's it's insane. Yes, man. Oh, good old, pre- old people. Pre- yeah, I was going to say, man, appreciate the older folks. You got to. You got to. They have so much knowledge, um, so much game to give you. It's, it's, don't let them go underappreciated. I plan That's- on I plan on being a super cool old person. Yeah? I pl- yeah. Well, what, do I, you I mean, do. what do you mean by that? What I mean by that is I plan on... On on not having a grumpy ass face because one I that's just not the face that I I usually have. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to be on one here. of those get get off my lawn niggas. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, no. Get on, come to my lawn. <laughs> oh, mm. yeah, come, yeah, come play on my lawn. I'm mm. on, it. It doesn't. It's not gonna. All this stuff is ephemeral. Like it's gonna. It's gone. It's here today and gone tomorrow. <laughs> right. Like what does it matter? Come fucking play on my lawn. I don't care. Let all the kids come play on the lawn. Like if if because because think about it, as long I'm, as you're not some, like that old nigga on Family Guy, as long as you're not like I'm, no, I'm gonna be some old fuck that's gonna turn into dust in a week, but yet I could to all of these children be the guy that allowed everyone to come and have a communal time at his place. In everyone's in everyone's gonna remember that when they get older. Hey, remember that? Remember that really cool old guy and we used to run over his lawn and he used to just he used to have sprinklers set up and he used to have a little cookout and he would just let us sit around there and have a good time. Everybody was always welcome over there to have a Yeah. So you're gonna be like Michael Jackson and never never learn. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, no, <laughs> nah, see, see, see how, see how, see, 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 see how good intentions get, get taken and manipulated and now, see, see how that goes, now Michael Jackson and the dude from Family Guy, see, see, you know what, never mind, get the fuck off my lawn, get the fuck off, cause you know, get off, get off my lawn, never mind. Oh man. See, see what happens, can't, just can't even be a nice guy. 
Nah, I I understand what you're saying. You see what you see what I'm trying to get at. I'm just saying I'm not going to be the guy trying to kick people away. Yeah, I just yeah, I just want to be no, someone that that is older, gonna, but it's gonna be, yeah, but it's still approachable. You're going to be more inviting than dismissive. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. There's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. And, and wrong hopefully, with and hopefully, wise and and approachable enough for to be able to have conversations with people that are generations below me, and I'm not just going to be judging them because they do things differently than the way that I grew up back in the early fucking 2000s. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You know, <clears throat> late 90s. I'm not, yeah, I just don't want to be that guy. I want to continue to remain teachable. Yes. I want to be able to, yeah, continue to remain teachable and just continue to learn and understand that there are going to be paradigm shifts and zeitgeist changes. Like, I need to I need to remain aware of that and not just judge, you know, the younger generation for doing things differently than I am. I just, yeah. Right. I want to. I want to be that guy. That's the only yeah, guy I want to. You gotta. Be. You gotta stay open minded. Um. So do you? Do you see yourself like? Because you know, how, like a lot of folks, a lot of older folks these days aren't able to like keep up with technology. Do yeah. You think that because we are we were kind of thrusted into the digital age at such a young age, do you think that'll be us? Do you think a technology will come along that we'll just be like, what in the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, the way technology is moving, uh, well, hold on. Do you, are you talking about specifically for me? Because I can definitely give you an answer for that. <laughs> um, you can speak on you, and then you can speak on everyone else. Um, I think that I think that I will be the first to not understand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I'm gonna be the first guy to not understand. I told you about that that fucking. The very first time that I went outdoors, I think it was to Noodles and Company and saw the soda machine that has 80 different kinds of yeah, sodas inside yeah. of it. And you just you just press the buttons and it opens up all different sorts of other soda flavors within that soda. Yeah. Right. When I first saw that, I was people were looking at me like I was crazy. <laughs> I was so intrigued by it. Like I was so impressed at what I was looking at. Um, I'm going to be the first. I'm probably going to be the first guy. To, yeah, I'm going to be like fucking 50 years old and not and something's going to come out. And I'm gonna be like, I don't know what's going on. But, but hopefully, <laughs> but hopefully I'll have people around me that that'll continue to teach me. I don't know, because I'm not right. going to be the one to continue to go out and and be adamant about purchasing the new items and staying up to date with the technology. Well, you're not like that now. Ex- so. That's that's exactly what I'm saying, right, which is why right. I'm slowly being left behind. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? With a lot of things. So. Um, like if you told me, like, I don't know how to work a Twitter account right now. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to work the interface. Like, I don't know what all the different buttons and tabs mean and how the algorithms work. Like, I don't know all that shit. Yeah, I got um, I was just I just learned the other day through somebody that how Instagram has changed. So when you go on and then I started to pick up on it as I started to go there. Back in my day and you. Oh, <laughs> Back in my day of using Instagram, when you went on there, the posts were in chronological order. Now, when you go up there, every time you open it, it it changes. They're just throwing like different things that you that you may not have seen up there. Yeah. But but it's not just it's not just in chronological order. You know what I mean? So so it's yeah, that that's even different. Um, but yeah. I just I just learned that the other day. Supposedly it's been like that for a little while now. Yeah, it has. It has. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm already being left behind. Um, but you're you're just now starting to get popping on there though. 
Like, I'm you, definitely, I'm certainly not getting popping. <laughs> well, I mean, not from like a follower standpoint, but from okay. a posting standpoint. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to do a little bit more. Yeah, you're, to do a little you know, bit you're more. definitely. Yeah. Hey, follow, hey, what's what's your what's your Instagram? Make sure these niggas following you, man. Um, <laughs> please follow me and help me stay up to date with this technological world <laughs> at Love Earl Zero L O V E. E A R L zero. All right, all right. Thank you, thank you for that that plug <laughs> that 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 time for a plug, real quick. And while we're at it, also follow us at A L W Pod. Yes, sir. There you on go. the Insta, on the Insta, we we try to post at least once a week. Forgive us if we don't, um, but we try to post at least maybe even twice a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. just a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. Well, it's not actually not so random. No, these, it, are things, these are these are things that that matter to me. Yes, it might seem random to people from the outside, but it makes sense over here. That was that was another conversation, um, that was that was taking place a few nights ago was was about integrity, okay, and and, and doing things with integrity. So, you and I spoke about about Travis Scott coming out with his you know his McDonald's drop. Right. Of cheeseburgers and boxers and T-shirts and, you know, life size or not life size, but human size chicken nugget pillows. And, you know, oh, I didn't hear about that. one. Oh, yeah. This massive. You got to go check it out. It's a lot of stuff that he's creating or curating. It's, it's a lot of interesting stuff. Okay. Um, and the conversation usually when I hear it is that's awesome for him. That's a great opportunity. Like you said. First person since Michael Jordan to be endorsed, you know what I mean by 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 Mickey D's. It's uh-huh. only them in Coca Cola up there in Apple. Like this is this is in in fucking Amazon. Like this is this is awesome. Great get, for him. Yeah, Google nigga. And Google. I'm sorry. And Google. I'm sure there's a few more we're missing, but you know it's yeah. it's all it's but it's awesome though to be on that level again as a, as a rapper as a black man. Great, cool. I get that. What I don't like is that usually conversation stops there. My whole thing with that was, you know, what is people's relationship with integrity these days and and standing for something and and standing by those stances Mm -hmm. under any circumstances, not wavering over a dollar bill. So my thing is, and I talked to you about it, and I didn't talk about it on the last pause, so I will now. You can like McDonald's just like you can like Sprite LeBron. And we don't have to get into LeBron, but you can like Sprite. You can like all these things. You can like liquor. You can like cigarettes. You can like all these things that you know are destructive to you. No one is participating in any of these things that I just, in any of these former entities that I just said, believing that they are healthy options in life. No one. You know that when you drink these sodas or you eat these burgers or whatever it is, that you're making an unhealthy decision, but you're just going to do it because you feel like having that instant gratification and you're going to revel in that in that moment. You understand that. My only issue is how, but, but does that now give you the moral right to impress upon other people to indulge in it as well? That that is my issue. I can destroy myself however I see fit, but that but I wouldn't go to my little sister 
and say, hey, this is what I, hey, listen, at a point in time, I was taking copious amounts of Adderall. That was, that was, I was not getting any sleep, any food, wasn't going to the gym. This nigga was a zombie. Was sitting around crazy. Yeah, just drinking Red Bulls, mad espressos, five-hour energies because I was trying to keep the kick going, smoking mad cigarettes because I had a cigarette uh, fucking addiction while I was on it, just like this, this, uh, what do you call it? This urge. That cadmium. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I just, that cadmium. Exactly. I need, I felt like I needed that. So this is the life I was living. I want you to do it too. I'm a, I'm a, I think I wanna, you should do it too. Cause it was, cause it was, it was, cause I did it. <laughs> let me, let me stop you there. Cause I want to ask you a question. And so now this might be slightly off, not off topic, but kind of straying away from what you're talking about. You let okay. me know what you think. Okay. Um, Travis Scott is promoting McDonald's. He's got his little meal or whatever. Right. Do you think that he is introducing anyone to McDonald's or is he already just diving into a circle of people that already eat that shit anyways? Um, probably the latter. Okay. Yeah. I don't think, I, you know, I think everyone on the planet knows what McDonald's is. Right. So, I yes. mean... Okay, so that so that was the difference in what I did. I'm introducing someone to something as opposed to them already partaking in it and then me pushing them further into it and telling them that it's cooler than they already think it is. <laughs> okay, that's fine, but I still don't promote that. Okay. <laughs> what, I, what, I, what I promote is the opposite, especially if we're going to be... T- so, so a lot of the thing is, is we'll use logic when it's convenient for us. So we'll say... Black man, black man, go. This is awesome for a black man to rise up like this. All right, cool. But we also know that this same thing that he's promoting harms, especially many, many, many black people. Right. In low income communities. So why is it black man go when it's just this one individual getting this bag? But then we're also causing detriment to many, 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 many other black people. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they may already be introduced to it, but that doesn't mean that you just enable and say, yeah, continue to go. You say no. Like, you know what? Let's not do that. How about this? How about McDonald's is going to offer me fucking 15 million dollars to do this at? How about I say no to them and then I come and I get. $1 $1 million from this healthy alternative. Is that okay? Like, is is that okay? Can I just take less money, a lot less money? Because Travis, he doesn't, you know, as far as I know, he doesn't need the money. Like, he's not on the street. He's not. Nah, poor, he doesn't need. Right? So, so you don't need the $15 million. You can take, you can take the $500,000. Or the whatever it is that a healthy alternative would would endorse you for. And you know what I mean? Like go ahead. real quick, just to kind of prove one of your points. Um, I just did a little research. Heart disease is the number one killer of African American men. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, all right. All right. So when we're when you're thinking about guzzling down your McDoubles and your McDoubles and your fries. <laughs> guzzling, guzzling down a McDouble is why. <laughs> guzzling it down. You could also consider that heart disease is the number one killer of yeah, African-American. That's, that's all I'm saying. So 
you know, so maybe he's not necessarily thinking about any ethical standpoint or any nah, moral obligations the way I'm putting it. But he's who's thinking a, about but the who's, paper. But who's around him? And is anyone around him bringing, bringing this thing to him? So again, you're asking me, referring to a point before, why other people's processing upsets me? Why do I let it upset me? Why? Because it hurts us. <laughs> because it hurts us. You just People just think it's very benign. Oh, he's just taking a bag and just he's, you know, he's got his face on McDonald's. But if you if you take a second to think about the ramifications for a little while, you start having some conversation, things change. And it's like, okay, now that processing that a lot of people wouldn't have had an issue with and just say, oh, we'll let him think the way he wants to think that now harms generations to come, which is why I brought in that whole Oaxaca, Mexico uh, topic you know, weeks ago because lawmakers were like, you know, no, we're stopping this. Hey, we're, we're stopping this obesity trend. And we're, we're, it is now illegal for you to continue to sell sugary drinks and junk food to children because hey. we can't allow the further generations to continue this trend. What? I was in the, I was in the grocery store not too long ago when I seen a big ass baby and I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> a big- I seen a big ass baby and I, and you were the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> a big ass baby <laughs> like what do you say like baby like how old are we th- like talking like, i mean i don't know it's probably like under maybe, five years like under five years old but okay look like a mini michelin man yeah just, oh that's exactly like the one i was talking about yeah just very very large just pudgy there, there's a trend <laughs> yeah and and this is and this is not Cause I don't want this to get conflated with a, are you saying people can't love themselves for being at whatever weight? It's not that thing. There is a, there is a health risk. There's a health risk. Especially it's, when we're talking about children here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a real, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Like let's just, let's be honest. It's a real yeah. thing. So we, we're, we are encouraging all to love themselves for who they are course, and what they look like 1, at all times. Yes, but yes. we're still talking about the health, and that should and that should come from inside. Yeah, you should you should love yourself as a human being, as a spirit on this planet first and foremost, before anything else can happen. Yes, but you, but you, but in in doing that, you have to take care of the vessel. Yes, that's, ca- that's carrying this this spirit, this consciousness around. We so, encourage yeah. you to to add years to your life versus taking them away. That's 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 pretty much all I'm talking about. So so yeah, that whole Travis Scott thing. So that was another conversation there that sort of perturbed me. Yeah, it's that's that's the whole that's my whole sort of thing. And the the whole thing. I mean, we don't really gotta get into LeBron, but you know. <sighs> Certain things that he doesn't want to speak out about mm-hmm. um, from under my purview because it will hurt his bottom line. And I understand that that's that's a lot of people in this world that make a lot, a lot of money, especially when we start to go get into the billions. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I don't think that he needs billions of dollars. <laughs> I don't think anyone on this planet needs billions of dollars. I don't think so. And, and you can you can still help people. I think that you can still help people. And I think that if you're if you're really, really uh, ardently trying to help people in the best way that you can, you will find a way to do it with integrity. 
Um, when I talk, when I I've ta- I was talking to people about this podcast actually, and how I absolutely fucking refuse to speak on pop culture issues for the sake of speaking on pop culture issues. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just just pop culture in general, just it, just to get people's ears because people want to hear gossipy shit about celebrities and who's dating who, who's breaking up with who, who's shooting who, who's not shooting who, who's we going just, to trial just, for what. We just talked about on the last pod about how we actually don't give a fuck about most of that shit. I'm, I'm, and, and, and I won't do it. I won't sell myself down the river in order to get, because I'm not with the getting the numbers and the clicks and the this and the that, because I feel like you will find a way, you can find a way in your lane and be genuine doing it. Yeah. You don't have to give into that. It may take a little bit more time. It may take a bit more of a grind, but people are going to find you and the right people are going to fuck with you. And you'll know who fucks with you for being you. And those are the people that you want with you anyway. Those are the people that I want with me in life in, in a more uh, immediate and intimate basis. So why would that not be the people that I want to follow me through, you know, whatever endeavor that I'm that I'm aspiring to be a part of? Yeah. Like so, that's just. Yeah, for sure. Like We come here and we talk about stuff we want to. Now, if there are components within the pop culture that, that are taken on that we find interest in, like this whole Travis Scott thing right now, yeah. then we then we can talk on it. But I'm not just going to come in here and just start talking about whatever the fuck if I don't care, if I have no care for it. That that I will not. I won't do it. Period. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And that's <clears throat> that. Well, Big shit, man. <laughs> you ready to wrap up this whole? Yeah, I believe so, sir. I believe yeah. so. This is a good pod. I, I like this. This was a great podcast. What is this, episode 27? 27 of them things. Yes, sir. Woo! Oh, yeah. oh. Congratulations so to us and everybody that's, that's stuck with us so far. Yeah, that was actually going to be my shout out. Um, So my last words for the people was a shout out to the people that do listen to this. Even though that we don't talk about a bunch of pop culture shit. A yeah. bunch of stuff that's super relevant right now. We don't talk about who's dating who. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't talk about a lot of, a lot of that stuff. But we appreciate you guys for listening and sticking with us. Um, we just crossed another plateau on our listens, and we're very appreciative of, of yeah. all the people that tune in every week. For sure, for sure. And even if you don't tune in every week, but you just you just pop in every once in a while just to catch up and see what the fuck we're on right now. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, any ounce of energy that you give to us is greatly, greatly appreciated, and we love you for it. That's that. that those are mine. All right then. All right, man. Thanks, and we're out of here. Later. <laughs>